You're listening to the Leadership Pod, episode 75 Signs You're Not Ready for Leadership. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. How do you know when you are ready for leadership? Are there signs you can look for to see if you are ready or if you aren't ready for a leadership position? That's what we'll discuss in today's episode. And I'm actually going to focus on the signs that you are not ready, because if you can identify with any of these signs that I'm going to talk about, then you'll have an idea of what areas that you can work on to improve in the future so you can be considered for the leadership role. Just because you might not be ready now, it doesn't mean that you won't be be ready later on. With a focused learning and improvement, you can absolutely change your situation and make yourself more hireable as a leader. I also want to note that none of these signs are in any order of significance. All of them are important in leadership, but I have left my favorite sign or my favorite requirement to become a successful leader to the very last. And if you want to know what that is, then you have to wait till the end of this episode. Just so you know, this content is available in a YouTube video. So head over to my channel, Kara Ronan, and you'll find my weekly videos on YouTube, including one that is on signs you are not ready for leadership. And don't forget, I have two free resources when you join my newsletter on my website. The first is the Leadership Evaluation Toolkit. Now, this is a 35-question self-assessment to see where you stand as a leader. And I also have a PDF download called How to Become a Go-To Expert Guide. This will help you position yourself as a go-to expert in your industry. You can get both of these resources from my website, executive-impressions.com. One last thing before we get into this episode, when you go to my website or when you go to any of my YouTube videos, one thing you'll notice from now on is that I have a list of products and gear that I use in business. And I'm sharing this list with you because it's something that I like to do personally. I like to see what other books, what other tech gear, what other business items that other people use in their professional life. And sometimes you can get some really great ideas on how to improve, say, your professional image, how to learn new and important skills, or how to be more productive at work. So you might find some of these products and gear that I use to be helpful for you when you're building out your leadership journey. So that's why I've included a list of of products and gear on my website and the description of my YouTube videos. I do need to let you know that these links are affiliate links. So what this means is if you buy through these links that I have on these resources, I get a small commission for your purchase. Now, this doesn't cost you anything more. The company that you buy through, in this case, it's most likely Amazon. That is the company that pays me the commission. So it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it's a good way for you to help support my podcast and my YouTube channel and my 
website so I can continue to make free educational content for you. If you want to check out my product and gear list, then go to my website, executive-impressions.com forward slash gear. I will continually add things to this list. So if you go there now and there's nothing that really strikes you, then come back in a couple of months and there'll probably be new products and different products for you to check out. Now on to the episode. The first sign that you're not ready for leadership is that you don't want to delegate. In all the conversations I've had with senior leaders, with hiring managers, the one thing, the number one ability they want emerging leaders to have is the ability to delegate. It is incredibly important. Before they promote you, before they even consider you for a leadership position, they want to know that you can delegate to other people in the office because delegation is a critical leadership skill. You'll be using it every day, multiple times a day as a leader. So you need to know how to delegate. You need to know how to do it well. You need to be confident in delegating. You also need to know how to do it effectively. And the one thing I've noticed with emerging leaders is they don't like to delegate or they don't know how to do it very well. Sometimes this is because of lack of confidence. Uh, Therefore, the request doesn't come out clear your request to delegate a task to somebody in the office, it might come out very confused. They might not know what you're asking them to do. So sometimes it's lack of confidence. Other times people feel guilty when delegating. They don't want to ask their co-workers to do things for them. And what this often leads to is you saying to yourself, well, it's just easier if I go and do it myself. I know how to do it rather than delegating it to someone or teaching them that task. It's easier if I do it myself. The other issue that comes in is people don't know how to frame their request appropriately. They don't know how to word their request to the other person to delegate that task to them. So I'm not going to get into how to delegate in this video. I have covered that in another episode of this podcast. That's episode 29. If you want to go ahead and check that out once you finish listening to this one. So in that episode, episode 29, I do talk about how to delegate effectively at work. What I will say now about delegation is that if you are an emerging leader wanting to land a leadership role, you need to learn how to delegate well. It's part of your everyday life as a leader. It's part of your interactions with your co-workers, with your team, every part of your conversation, part of your reputation. You need to become skilled in the art of delegation. It is incredibly important. But more importantly, though, is that you need to show that you can delegate and do it effectively. You need to show this before you go for a promotion, because if your boss sees you delegating confidently to other people in the office before you actually go for a promotion, they will know that you're capable. And when you do go for that promotion at some stage, they will realize that you are an easy hire because you already have the skills that are necessary to do well as a leader in the job. If you can't delegate well, then that is one sign you are not ready for leadership. So perhaps that is something that you need to work on and improve on. The second sign you're not ready for leadership is that you don't want to give negative feedback. I know it is not comfortable giving negative feedback, but let's face it, people don't always do a great job at work. There are quite often areas for improvement. Sometimes people get lazy. Sometimes they haven't been taught the best way to do things. And you as a leader, you need to step in and you need to highlight these areas of improvement to your team members to help them learn, to help them grow as a professional. If you're scared of giving negative feedback, 
I want you to think about it this way. I want you to think that you are actually doing that person a service. You are not letting them go on every day in their job, making mistakes or doing things incorrectly when there is a better way of doing things. You are helping them understand their blind spots. You're helping them understand what they're doing well, what they are not doing well, what they can improve on. You're actually doing a service for this person. You are helping them learn. You are helping them grow. And that is a major part of any leader's job. And it's also your job to reframe about how you think about this issue of giving negative feedback and how you can approach it in a better way, make the process a lot easier. I think the reason most people don't like giving negative feedback is that they don't want to offend. It's not nice to think that you could hurt or offend someone if you tell them that you, that they, sorry, are doing something wrong, that they could improve in a certain area. I have this fear of offending people, especially if you have grown up in a culture where you are groomed to be polite all of the time. This fear of offending, it's so heavy for some people and it prevents them from being constructive. It prevents them from giving that negative feedback when they need to. The reason I'm aware of this issue around negative feedback or more so around the fear of offending people is because of the assertive communication skills masterclass that I conduct. Anytime people are learning how to become more assertive, that fear of offending creeps in and it stops people from sharing their true thoughts, their opinions, their ideas, or being assertive when they need to. And in this case, it does stop people from giving negative feedback when they need to as well. But identifying weaknesses or identifying areas that people in your team can improve on, that is what drives progress and growth, both individually and also for the company as well. And I want you to really think about that and try to reframe the way that you think about giving negative feedback and the way you approach it as well. If you give negative feedback in a caring way, you're not only helping that person, but you're also helping the team and you're also helping your company. Whereas if you avoid giving negative feedback and you just try to deal with the consequences of poor performance, for example, yourself, then perhaps this is a sign that you are not ready for leadership. The third sign you're not ready for leadership is that you can't communicate clearly. Communication is one of the most important skills for leaders, if not the most important. Leaders communicate all of the time. You need to communicate to give general information, to delegate, as we've spoken about already, to give feedback, as we've already discussed, but also to build relationships, to get buy-in for your ideas, to motivate and to inspire other people in your team. Every day, all day, leaders need to communicate and you need to communicate well for the best results. Imagine if you delegate, but people don't know what you've asked. If they're confused about what you are delegating or what you want them to do, this is a common problem in leadership if you can't communicate well. Imagine if you communicate in an aggressive way or an abrasive way with somebody in your team or perhaps a client. And you damage the relationship with them because you lack skills in good communication. 
There are many, many ways in which your communication can fail. There are many reasons for miscommunication. But what's sure is that if you can't communicate well, if you can't communicate clearly, concisely, then this is definitely going to be a block for you in your leadership journey. And if you're not willing to learn how to communicate better, then that is an even bigger block, right? You need to have that learning mindset. You need to be willing to learn and to grow and to improve in areas that you are not very good in. And by the way, it's completely normal for you to have areas of weakness or for you to have areas that you need to improve on. Do not see this as a sign that you are not ready for leadership. Do not see this as as a weakness that you can't be a leader. Leaders need to have the learning mindset that is incredibly important. You need to spend time and energy into growing and learning. This is really the growth mindset. I'm reading about this actually in a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I have mentioned it on the product and gear list if you wanted to check it out, but this This book is a fantastic read all about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset and how the growth mindset can really help you become a better professional, uh, a better leader, and just help you improve your relationships and your communication overall in life. And as I've expressed already in this episode, having the growth mindset is incredibly important, but it doesn't always come naturally to everybody. Even Carol Dweck, who wrote the book Mindset, she talks about how years ago when she was younger or earlier in her career, she actually had the fixed mindset and it took some time for her to learn first what the growth mindset was and then how to develop it. So if you feel that you are getting stuck with a fixed mindset, if you feel that this is holding you back and you actually want to learn how to develop that growth mindset, that learning mindset, because you know how important it is for your leadership journey, then definitely check out that book. I highly recommend it. I have not completely finished it yet. I am probably a third of the way through it. I've actually been posting some Instagram stories from pages in that book where I've been highlighting, you know, things she has written in the book that I thought were incredibly important for you to learn about. So I've been posting those on Instagram stories. But if you wanted to check out that book, then definitely have a look at my products and gear page, which you can find on my website. The fourth sign you're not ready for leadership is that you don't stand by your opinion. What I mean by that is when you are flimsy with your opinion, when you change your opinion too easily. And you might do this when you see that other people don't agree with your opinion. You might want to not stand out. You might not have the confidence to be strong and continue to stand with conviction for your opinion. You might look for approval from others to validate your opinion because you might not truly believe in it. Sometimes it's because we tell ourselves that we need to be open to others' other ideas. That is absolutely important. But as a leader, you also need to have conviction in your opinions and your ideas. Because if you don't, you won't be able to convince other people of your opinion. You won't be able to get buy-in when you need to. And as you probably are aware, getting buy-in is really important in leadership. So there will be times when you need to convince other people in your team or even outside your team that your opinion or your idea is incredibly important. Now, when looking toward a leadership role, you need to learn how to believe in your opinions more. I mean, who says that you are wrong? Who says that other people have better ideas or better opinions? Maybe you are actually the one who has the best idea. 
The reason I am telling you this is because I work with many people who don't have confidence in their opinions. I want you to be confident. I want you to grow as a leader. I want you to believe that your opinion is important and that is a really good starting point. Again, I don't like to repeat myself, but I do have a video coming out in the next few weeks on YouTube about communicating confidently and this might help you have more conviction and stand by your opinions when you need to. So check that out on my YouTube channel in a few weeks time. But not believing in your opinions is a sign that you are not ready for leadership. And the fifth sign you are not ready for leadership, this one is the most important, is that you think it's all about you. Leaders who have this approach quickly develop the reputation of being narcissistic. You might know someone at work who was like this. You may have had a manager or a leader who was like this. I probably don't need to tell you, but this is somebody you don't want to become. So what is narcissism? We hear this word thrown around a lot. The webmd.com describes narcissism as extreme self-involvement to the degree that it makes a person ignore the needs of those around them. Basically, it's somebody who cares only about themselves, who disregards the feelings of other people, who doesn't care about the effect their behavior has on other people, and this person often has no empathy. So why is this bad in leadership? Well, leadership is all about people. Everything you do as a leader involves other people, your team, your clients, your stakeholders. When you delegate, when you give or receive feedback, when you get buy-in, it involves other people. You need the support of these people around you to succeed in your job. When you show them that you care about them and their future growth, when you show them you care and think about your team instead of you on your own personal goals, your team are likely to put more effort in for you. It's going to increase employee motivation when they feel that you truly care about them. It's going to increase job satisfaction and also productivity as a result. It is more likely for your team to succeed. And when your team succeeds, you succeed as a leader. If you just take one thing from this video, it's that you need to support and help your team members and also other people as well, because you cannot lead alone. If you approach leadership with this mindset that it is not all about you, that you need to think about the other person, you need to genuinely care about the other people you work with, the people in your team, then you are destined to succeed. There is a fantastic book on my, again, on my product and gear list. It's about Jack Welch called Jack. It's an easy to remember title, but he was the CEO of General Electric for a number of years. But this book is a fantastic insight into how he advanced his career, how he went from the very beginning of his, his career when he was first starting, how he advanced through the ranks, and then how he managed and how he led his team. I read this book a couple of years ago. I got so many ideas and insights from this book. You will definitely get a lot of value and fantastic advice and tips from that book as well, especially if you are an emerging leader, if you are ambitious and you really want to make it into leadership. So I highly recommend you check out that book. Again, the link is in my product and gear list on my website. Go to executive-impressions.com forward slash gear. 
So we are at the end of this episode. I hope you have enjoyed what you learned about the five signs that you are not ready for leadership. And remember that if you can relate to any of these signs, it doesn't mean that you will never become a leader. All it means is you might need to work on improving in that area. So grab some resources, find some training, hire a coach, do what you need to do to develop yourself, to keep that growth mindset, to develop yourself into the leader or develop the skills that you need to develop to become the leader that you want to be. I hope you've got a lot of takeaways from this episode and a lot of things to think about. As always, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for another episode next month on June 1st, 2022. In the meantime, stay safe and have a great week. hope you enjoyed this episode of the leadership pod thank you so much for listening if you did find some useful tips in this episode then please leave a review on apple Podcasts. don't forget to check out my youtube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader and i would love to hear from you via social media you can find me on linkedin instagram tiktok and facebook the links are on my website take care and thanks again for listening